Hello and welcome back to the Pitwall Podcast, where this week we're going to be breaking down the Guitar Grand Prix and Sprint Race. Uh, so, Nick, you want to tell us a little bit about it first? Well, let me just say, this race was designed to hurt me. Uh, <laughs> uh, it featured uh, Max clinching the championship, Let's go. Uh, Lewis crashing out of the race in the first corner, and lots of other interesting stuff, and some tire controversies. And just kind of teeing up what to expect for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of good stuff to get to. Uh, in lieu of a quality in 60, I say we just jump right into the sprints yeah, and kind of go over it. that. Uh, there Because there's two qualifyings this weekend. And mm-hmm. basically, other than everybody had either a good sprint qualifying or a good regular qualifying, yeah. no one had a good both qualifying. Yeah. Uh, one thing to note that has been pretty controversial that people have been talking about yeah. was Lance Stroll in qualifying. Yeah. Um, gets out in Q1, mm-hmm. so does not make Q2. Gets out of his car, throws his steering wheel, gets out, and his trainer's like trying to talk to him. I think he was trying to tell him to go get Wade because it's you know, like part of the rule. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he kind of like pushes past him, and I was already like, oh. Yeah. And, and the cameraman, you see him go around a corner. And at first they thought he punched a wall, but on further inspection, it seems as though he shoved his trainer. Yep. And the, at the speed and force that he got shoved, I think he may have hit the ground. So, I doubt it. Uh, so Lance was getting called out pretty big for that. Yep. Not to mention, I mean, I'm, I, am, I do this all the time. A lot of us give crap to Stroll, and uh, he's so it's not like he he's a bad driver already in a lot of people's opinion. Yep. So. Uh, also, speaking of Lance Stroll, we found our Lance Stroll super yes, fan. We did and you in the comments of our TikTok? I believe yes. it was. I don't remember who we it was. found someone who says in the comment they the, dedicated their whole page to being a Lance Stroll fan. Yeah, let's let me find shout her. Shout out to you. Okay, you were one of few. Yes, we're very very proud of you. Here here we go. All right, her name is it's at Lizzie, which I mean, good tag first of all. So yeah. now she managed to get Lizzie. Yeah, at Lizzie is, um, their entire account apparently is based off of that. I have not yet to see what her reaction was to this, but Lizzie, if you're listening, well, we will probably put this out there. Lizzie, if you're listening, please respond and tell us what you thought of your favorite driver this last week. We have to know. We We need to know. know. We need to know. So, um, what'd you think? Anything from the sprint you wanted to specifically talk about? Well, I mean, obviously- Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Checo is... It... I'm mad. This is like... I was so happy and so mad this weekend. Yeah. Because you have Max winning the world title, Drivers' Championship, and you have Checo finishing P8 in a sprint. Yep. And, P10 and, and race, yeah. which we'll talk about, but yeah, yeah. And then qualifying wasn't good. Uh-huh. I mean, nothing was good for him this weekend, and it's just like... It was almost as bad as Japan with it while he still finished one of the races. Yeah. It it was a, I mean, I got Max Max got his win, so I was happy, but I don't know. I like Chico. And it's just Well he DNF'd tough, yeah. We actually misspoke. He DNF'd out of the sprint. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. And so and he finished P ten Wait, in the sprint? Yeah, he DNF'd. Remember he got hit in the sprint? Him and it or did he end up recovering? No, no, he, he DNF. No, he did DNF. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He, Sorry, he I was thinking of something. in the race, but then after penalties, dropped the P10. That's what it was. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we're going to get to all that. But basically, the most notable thing in the sprint was 
there's the sprint was much more crazy than the actual race. yeah for sure uh lawson just crashed out on his own which is mm-hmm. it sucked he just spun out on lap one yeah and uh sergeant did the same thing a little mm-hmm. bit later so sergeant didn't finish either yep. and then we had a three car wide battle between uh Ocon and holkenberg holkenberg and checo and checo they ended up saying no faults on any of them i watched it back a lot of times it's i i think Hulkenberg's the least offender. Yeah. I think watching back, it was either Akon or Checo's yeah. or fault, but they said no action necessary. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of like with that, with two people, I mean, Hulkenberg was sandwiched, really. I don't think he could have done anything. Yeah. Checo was on the outside. Akon was on the inside, I believe. Yeah. And Checo went for a gap and just kind of pinched. They kind of just pinched in the middle and they all three DNF'd. Watching Lewis's angle from this crash is crazy because he he clearly sees it's about to happen because he backs off and you just watch three cars go flying off and he just like <laughs> takes all. <laughs> um, so a lot of people are saying, you know, oh poor Checo, like this one isn't his fault. I actually have like a little bit of a rebuttal to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the actual wreck wasn't his fault. Yeah. But if he had qualified well, he wouldn't mm-hmm. have been in that position. Yeah. Him. I mean, that's fair. So I like that's and he qualifying well is all the driver. I mean, yeah. you can see it like there's people that are that don't have the fastest car with poles this year, mm-hmm. like Leclerc, Hamilton. There's probably some more like, science. Not the fastest yep. car, but they have a pole because on the the day, they drove a better lap than Max did yeah. at the time. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying Checo has to be Max. I've never been saying that. I mean, I, you know, I don't think anybody says that. <laughs> I kind of wish he would try. So, uh we we should back up a little bit because we need to talk about really the stupidest thing that happened this whole weekend, which is about the tire situation. Mm. So because right before sprint qualifying, they had the weirdest thing I've ever seen called a 10 minute tire familiarization time. Yeah. Uh, and that was because basically first they were like, there's damage with the tires. We don't really know what's going on. We think it's because of the track and the way the tires are constructed. But what we're going to do is we're going to bring this one curve, turn 12 in 80 centimeters after their first qualifying and practice session and just see if that helps. So they let all the drivers drive it for 10 minutes, which would end up being an extremely flawed plan because on Sunday, they when we woke up, we found out that they are mandating an 18 lap stint on yeah. for any compound because it has nothing to do with the compound. It has to do with like the internal construction of the tire yeah. and the way that this specific track, I believe it's specific to this track, mm-hmm. vibrates the tires and causes damage and would cause them to pop on like lap 20. I'm yeah. Guessing. So I think because they all burned a new set of tires in that 10 minutes, mm-hmm. it screwed a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And I think they should have made this decision by Saturday morning so that way in sprint qualifying. Because, like, you know, people will burn extra set of mediums like yeah. Mercedes did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercedes did in regular qualifying, tried to use a set of mediums. Yeah. And that burned a set. So it didn't really end up playing that big of a role in the race. It just made it to where the race was just super quick. Yeah, um, that's true. But, yeah. Uh, how about Piastri? Oh, yeah. And, we- and the sprints. Oscar Piastri got his first F1 race win of sorts. Sprint race. Yeah. And a P1. I hate all the people. I was like, I saw his Instagram post. He's like, my first F1 win. You look at the comments, Sprint. 
sprint, sprint, yeah. sprint. It's yeah. a win. It is a win. Um, he beat out Max yes. clearly. Yes. So and his teammate. Yeah. Which mm. what other? Let's see how many more McLaren teammates is uh is Norris <laughs> going to have? That's going to beat him. <laughs> that is the running getting show. a win. Um, do you, are you worried about are you worried about Lando's mentality going forward? Nah, I don't think so. I think he's got a strong mental when it comes to just Formula One in general. I think. Piastri is going to pass him in Lando's time. Not at McLaren because they might end up both moving teams. Yeah. But just, I don't know, maybe not Piastri. He's Probably not Piastri. But I think there's a chance that Piastri has a faster rise and could get the first race. Yeah, I think so. I still think Lando is I like, I think he's more talented right now, but Oscar has... Oscar's a rookie. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I mean, Oscar has a drive like no other i've seen i don't yeah. think like like he's not he's very serious yeah he's very serious about racing and i'm not saying all the others aren't obviously if you're in formula one you got to be serious about it but like if he wins something he's not like screaming like you know jumping up and down obviously he celebrates with the team but like he's like yeah good job team he's like, like yeah yeah that's, it. <laughs> that's a, everybody that i've seen online is like he's like the most unenthusiastic winner yeah, Ryan said he's Kimi Raikkonen with a slight more personality. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I thought it was super cool. I was going to say this later. I was going to say it now. Piastri is probably the best rookie since Lewis Hamilton, oh, I yeah. think. Max actually didn't have like that remarkable of a rookie season. He had a pretty remarkable first stint at Red Bull. Yeah. But when he's at Toro Rosso, um, you know, it wasn't anything like super special he got the mm. points in his first race but like you know piastri didn't even have a car until now so anyway long story short i think he had the best he's having the best rookie season since lewis hamilton yeah so um that's super it's cool to watch it's going to be interesting to see if he'll be a world champion one day if he'll you know win races soon if he'll leave mclaren at some point uh all of that stuff so um I think we're about ready to hit the race. I don't really have anything else specifically to say other than this set Checo up and to be in a bad place. Yeah. He had to start in the pit lane uh, at the actual race mm -hmm. because of his crash, but it ended up not really mattering. He could have just started in P20. And yeah. We're going to talk about why in just a second. So. Bef what? Before we move on to the race, I have one thing to say. Okay. Uh, one thing to show you. Oh, yeah? Okay. Red Bull won. Uh-huh. And they're third or max won his third drivers okay. constructors or, and constructors obviously mm -hmm. um it was oh, second constructors. we're americans okay and we are considered rednecks to a lot of the world oh okay yeah so i claimed that redneckness and you might not be able to tell because it's short right now <laughs> but i decided to go redneck for red bull and i've cut my hair into a mullet style <laughs> and you can't really like it's short right now you can't really tell but when it but grows. i'm growing it out listen I've got a. I'm, I'm. I'm getting married in a year. I'm growing it out till then. Oh, oh okay. Redneck for Red Bull. Okay. You're. You want to have a full mullet by exactly. the wedding. Yep. He's getting married a year from today. Is that okay to say? Yeah. Yeah. He's getting married a year from today. So. He did it, everybody. He's a year away, but he did it. Uh, <laughs> um, also. Not to rain on your parade too yeah. much, but it's the second constructors in a row. Sorry, not I, I, I said third. I said third drivers, and I meant to say, and they got a constructors. Everyone just not third drivers and constructors. Everyone just take a moment and think about the fact that Max has won thirty races since Lewis has won one. Yep, and not counting sprints. <laughs> uh all right. Well, I'm I'm gonna be invested in this mullet. 
Um, I, I'm invested. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, <laughs> um, there's more stuff I want to touch on, but it's kind of a later thing. So yeah. why don't you hit throw us right into the celebration over there with uh, Red Bull and how they did this weekend? Okay, so at the race at, we're done with the sprint. Yeah, for so for the race, Max took home P1 as I expected. Um, Checo, kind of as I mentioned earlier, it was hard to look at him after after this yeah. race because he finished P10, technically P8. And then penalties. And then he got a five. He had three five second penalties. Yes. Yeah. So, and he did start from the pit lane, but still, I feel like if Max did that, he probably would have still won. (laughs) Um, Well, so, so, and and, uh, let me just go ahead and cover Lewis really fast. Yeah. And I want to come back to it because I want to tell, because that gives context for how he was able to recover. So, uh, so McLaren had a pretty bad qualifying, like, not bad. Not as good as it could have been qualifying for uh, the actual Grand Prix. Yeah. And because of some penalties and some time deletions, all that crap, Mercedes was starting 2-3. I was very excited. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they had talked ahead of time about letting Lewis by for the first part of the stint. Mm-hmm. And then he would give the place back or Russell would undercut him and they would work yeah. it out later. Because Lewis started on softs. And on this track, he was got the pit. I mean, he might have been able to go full 18, but it would have been rough. Yeah. He would have been struggling towards those last few laps. So they go into turn one, and Lewis just freaking turns in on Russell, crashes out. Russell goes from P2 to P20. Yep. And if Lewis had just left an inch more of space, I think he was going to have Max in that corner too. Oh, yeah. And I, would, I don't think Max – I do not think Lewis would have won. Don't think that. Mm-hmm. But I think he would have led the Grand Prix for like two or three laps until yeah. DRS got it enabled. And then you never know when – when there's not a crash at the beginning, sometimes more cars, math, yep. things happen. So, like, it would have given a chance. Yes, yeah, true. So, it hurts, dude. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. It hurts I'm sure. so bad. But you know what? In in all of this time, in 15 years, that was only his sixth DNF that he forced in a race himself. And that's... Mm. It happens, man. Like, it's just... Yeah. But it 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 hurt. It, oh yeah, really and he apologized big time. Like, I mean, of course, there's some instant heat on the radio that everybody's like, "Oh, Russell said it was Lewis's fault." Like, they're good. Like, mm-hmm. don't buy into this propaganda that there's a fight going on in Mercedes. <laughs> I mean, they they might not be as tight as Valtteri and Lewis were, but mm-hmm. it it's basically. So, with that said, because of that, Checo started from the pit lane, but was instantly behind everybody because he didn't have this twenty second gap. Yeah. So. That allowed him on this on the restart after the the only safety car of the Grand Prix mm-hmm. to do catch, this to catch back up. Yeah, so he he started from the pit lane because of a uh, power unit change, uh, overnight power power unit change. So was that precautionary or did they take a new one? Uh, I don't I, know if they actually said. I didn't see that. Like I looked at the Oracle Red Bull Racing, and they both. didn't say anything about it. So all they said was just a overnight. Um, power unit change well it was probably i would say it was probably both precautionary and then they went ahead and took a new one yes so probably um because he he'll he may end up needing it so yeah all right so let's talk about checo let's just (laughs) let's just get it over with so i'm sad about this too i don't know how many times i have to state it i really like checo but i'm kind of fed up with checo because i i kind of had this realization over this weekend i just kind of said out loud without thinking Checo ruined this season. And I started like thinking about it. And I was like, it's Checo's fault that Formula One wasn't more interesting this whole season. 
because there was no competition. Fault is a like a worse word than I mm-hmm. like like mean, but it's still his fault. I don't know how else to say it. No, I get what you're. I get what you're be saying. Like, oh, Checo, you suck. But like, if he had been better, if we had had a Max and uh, Lewis, I don't want to say Lewis because like I'm not expecting him to be that good. Oh, Leclerc. If he had like Max and Leclerc, you know, like yeah. He would have won five, six races this year. Mm-hmm. So it could have been more interesting instead of it just totally falling apart after Miami. Yeah. So um it's tough, man. I get it's what yeah, I get what you mean. I, I you have a good point. I and I agree with you. Uh I really Yeah. It's just it, we're but... so quiet because we're just sad. So Seriously. But with that said, let's just face it for a second. So Red Bull's brutal. And I honestly, at this point, this is the this would be the most warranted change in the entire time I've watched Formula One, which is a while now. I've watched yeah. I've watched all I've been here for all of this driver crap mm-hmm. that that Rebels pulled. I would say this would be the most warranted like pulling that they've ever done. Yeah, probably. I mean, even I mean, what what was it? Albon and Gasly. Yeah. I, I don't think it was this bad yeah yeah no i don't think but they also didn't give them as much time they didn't get gasly nearly that yeah. albon had a full season but gasly yeah. gasly did not nearly get enough i don't time. think albon did as much damage as check yeah this is true De- uh, well i've looked it up on the crash standings i can't remember he's getting close uh oh, so really? so uh albon gasly crashed out at less grand prix than joe yeah. did so anyway I, I'm kind of at the point where I'm kind of like, you know, why haven't they? You know, is it just they're waiting to the end of the season? Are they really going to give him another full year? I just can't believe that. I, don't, I yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think they would give him another full year. I think they're just like, they're. I think they're letting Alvatari run its course with these drivers. Yeah, I, I think, think that's what they're and they're figuring out. Okay, who's our guy? Yeah, Danny Rick getting hurt probably threw a wrench into these. Oh plans. yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm all, sure if that didn't happen, it might he might have been out soon. He might. I don't think they're going to pull him before the end of the no, season. No, no, it no. just doesn't make any sense. I think we it would be announced. Yes, probably that he's not going to be there by now. By now, by for next season. Yeah, I disagree, and and I'll tell you why. So. Uh, so everybody's been kind of waiting to see what Helmut Marco was going to say, mm-hmm. and he said he's been that very verbal against Checo. Yeah, well, yeah. well, other than in, just in a bad way, in a bad way, but taking away the some of the negative things that he said mm-hmm. that were inexcusable. Uh, he also said in the last week mm-hmm. that um, he's going to give. Well, he didn't specifically say Checo has two more races, mm-hmm. but he said, "Let me evaluate him over the U.S. Grand Prix and the Mexican Grand Prix." And to me, that's kind. It's a little closer to the DeVries has four races thing. Yeah. So then out comes this news today, and it's just like a Reddit post, but it's got it got some traction because apparently it's from a a source that's close to Checo saying that Checo is going to retire after the Mexican Grand Prix. Say, like say announce his retirement yeah. at the Mexican Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, it, then they come out and say this is false, but I haven't heard a specific statement from Checo. So yeah. I don't know, but I hope if this is what's going to happen, that that's what he does mm-hmm. because it would be smart. It would be well-timed. He's 33. He's not, he's not young in formula one world yeah. anymore. He's had a good career. He's had a good run at Red Bull and stepping aside would make this a whole lot less awkward. Yeah. 
and he could even he could claim mental health like there could be a whole lot of stuff that could make this a lot easier of a pill to swallow as a fan base for sure so i kind of hope that's what he does and then they'll never say oh checo got replaced yeah he won't have this embarrassing into his career yeah for sure and i think that's what red bull's trying to do is to delicately do this yeah which i respect because normally they didn't yeah so um they have also never had like an older driver like this mm-hmm. just leave. So that's true. Um, what any anything to add? What do you think? Do you think that's a good way to go about it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, at least it's not like uh, what was it, Force India, when he was kind of just ousted. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. So uh, I mean, if that is what happens, I would be happy with it. So I mean, it, and Ricardo's would be the most likely choice. Yeah, probably. See, I don't really think the next two races are an evaluation of Checo. I think the next two races are an evaluation of Ricardo. Probably. Could they have to see what he can do still? Mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't even had... He's only had one full race. Yeah. So, um, with that said, let's jump to AlphaTauri for a minute. Okay. So, uh, AlphaTauri is expected potentially to announce their new name at Austin mm. with Danny Rick coming back. Uh, apparently, Adidas is now the front runner, oh. uh, which, okay. Yeah. Uh, I've heard good points about it. Um, a couple of people have told me that they think it, you know, Adidas doesn't really have any footing in mm-hmm. the in the Formula One world. And, you know, there's a lot of other clothing brands. Like, Puma couldn't be the sponsor because they're, I mean, they're going to Williams. But, like, they make, I have a Mercedes shirt that's Puma. You know, yeah. like, Merce- uh, Adidas makes nothing. So, yeah. Um, anyway, Yuki had a very quiet race, this race, P15, honestly, nothing else to say. Just genuinely quiet weekend from AlphaTauri. Yeah. How was Liam Lawson's race? Uh, worse, P17, so he finished back of the pack for the people that actually finished. Um, like you said, with Daniel returning in Austin, this was Liam's last Formula One race of this season, at least. Um, I think he's had, besides this race, of course, I think he's put on a good show for what he can do for Red Bull. In an AlphaTauri specifically, I think that's going to give him some good points, uh, some brownie points for Red Bull. I mean, I don't know. With everything happening, we might see him next year. Yeah, there's a real chance. I mean, if if it's either going to be Checo, it, it's it's pretty obvious at this point. It's going to be Checo out, Ricardo in, Lawson in, or Checo stays. They keep it the same. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I, I think Red Bull is going to try and mount another championship run next year. That's why if I was them, I would go ahead and make this decision now. Yeah. Because pulling Checo midseason makes it way more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Anyway, let me, I said Mercedes. So Lewis had a lap one crash and mm. then, uh, you know, that was rough. Russell fell all the way back down and recovered to P4, which I thought was a really good. Really season. good race. Um, You know, I, there's no catch in the McLarens. He tried an offset, didn't mm. work, didn't really matter. Um, it, the major thing that happened this weekend is that Russell still outscored Ferrari, um, because of science, which I'll, I'll yeah. talk about in a second. And Leclerc finished P5, so that keeps Mercedes, and they both outscored them in the sprint. Yep. So that keeps Mercedes ahead of them in that, and Lewis is still closing in on Checo. However, he, I mean, he only netted three points this weekend. Yeah. It could have been. That's the thing that really hurts is with a P2, P3, he could have made up half his ground on Checo this weekend. So major miss still could happen. He's got to make up like, uh, let's see, there's five races left. He's got to make up six points a race basically. Mm -hmm. So it's not impossible, but it's this hurt. 
So yeah, and there's two sure. sprints left. So you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um with you're talking about sites, didn't even get to start the race because of an engine issue. They said it was his fuel system. So he just didn't even get he had nothing for this race, uh, which obviously was a little better for Mercedes. Um, do you want to talk about McLaren? Yeah, I'll just say science. I saw really f- two funny mm-hmm. jokes about it. One was uh, that because of the tire mandate, mm-hmm. uh, every car has got to do three pit stops. So they were like, oh, crap. Ferrari has to do six pit stops. All right, that's it. Pull a driver. <laughs> <laughs> <We can't. laughs> uh, and also I saw that they had good strategy this race is because they cut to a camera and science is like pointing at stuff and like telling them what to do. And they're <laughs> like, funny. this tr- the trick. Oh, he's just... right. <laughs> sure. Anyway, go ahead and let's talk about, you can talk about Lando. Yeah. Um, I mean, McLaren is having a mega stint of races right okay. now. I mean, I am very happy to see this. I dream is to have Red Bull P1 constructors, McLaren P2 mm-hmm. and, Hopefully McLaren keeps this up next season. Uh, Lando uh, got P3 this race. is on the podium. And Oscar... P2. So, I mean, to have them both on a podium again is awesome. Yeah, dude. It's... This is crazy. It's their first back-to-back podium since, I believe, 2010. Yeah. Uh, 500... Over 500 podiums now. Uh, Wait, or is it 300? Oh, crap. Dang it. No, Sorry, Ryan. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's 500, yeah? I think so. I think I, you didn't send it, but I think I saw something. Yeah, yeah, that. it's 500. We're, we're check. it's 500. All right. Yeah. I, I shouldn't have doubt, I shouldn't doubt myself. Yeah, yeah, Listen, if you're listening to this, I know you're probably thinking I'm a noob. I've been working really hard this week, so give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 500. So, crazy set. We were looking at a dump truck of a car at the beginning of the season, It's unbelievable. Nick. Those McLaren engineers have done something wild. I keep waiting to find out they're cheating <laughs> because they don't even have their new people yet. Like the yeah. Red Bull guy can't work for them until like Next everybody's year. like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And they just got their wind tunnel. Like, mm-hmm. what can they do next? It's it's exciting. If I was a Mercedes fan, I'd be pulling for them hard. Listen, if I have to see a Red Bull McLaren fighting Fight. for the championship yeah. next year, I think that would make my day. It, it'd be awesome. Listen, you, you, you beat... I think I think Red Bull needs to accept that there can be a fight now because like yeah. you had your you had your big win with Max against mm-hmm. Mercedes, then they went down the toilet. Yep. Then you got then you kicked Ferrari's butt. Yep. In so many ways. <laughs> then this season you <laughs> just proved, kicked their own butt. <laughs> you proved that you knew this car the best. And now we, and now we're all cheating off of you and we're understanding yep. how to actually build a car. So now we're all going to be able to figure it out probably. So. Uh, Imagine like an actual like an actual five team competition. Yeah, actually, that reminds me of a quote. They asked Lewis. I said, you know, Max is defending his third championship this weekend. How like you know how hard that is to do three in a row? How hard is it to defend three in a row? And he says, well, Max hasn't really had to do any defending in a while. And he starts like, (laughs) I was like, he's not wrong. He's got a point. He's got a point. Um, Um, Because Lewis always had a teammate that would challenge him. But anyway, uh, that's fair. um, It's fair. So, so, I mean, uh, that was another thing that, I don't know if you wrote this down, that's another thing that Helmet said. Helmet said that they set their pace based off McLaren. Oh, yeah. What? That's insane. The worst car. We were laughing at this We car. were. We. I mean, we were seriously calling this a tractor. 
Yes. At the beginning of this season. And like we were, I mean, crapping on the design of the car, the speed of the car, everything about McLaren, we were roasting at the beginning of the season. And now they are two and three on the podium. And you know, it's multiple times. And you know, it's crazy as I real, I hadn't put this together until someone else told me Mm -hmm. this. I saw, I went to two races, seven races apart this year. Yep. McLaren finished 17th and 18th at the first one. Oh, gosh. And 2-4 the next one. Yep. On genuine pace. Yep. Both, nothing weird happened in either of those races, really. I mean, there was one little thing that got Lewis on the podium, yeah. but unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's insane. I, I'm excited, too. I'm excited, too, if I'll take anybody but Red Bull. Not anybody. Hey, at least they have a Mercedes at the end of their name. They the do. Technical name. They do. And it, so it's, it's at least 50% thanks to us. So... Um, with that said, let's talk about- Toto's coming, knocking on McLaren's door, give me my engine back. Oh, yeah, Toto <laughs> calling in and, and calming George down during the <laughs> yeah. race was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. From home. Um, uh, let me just say this, too. Uh, so Mercedes is bringing a new floor this weekend. I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. this at the very end. This floor is the most important thing that has happened to Mercedes in the last two seasons because- it's not expected to make a whole big step right now. It might not even be any pace improvement, but as long as it doesn't lose pace, they know they have a good car designed for next year. Yeah. That is what this floor is designed to do. So I am very nervous because <laughs> if they come out and they throw a big stinker in qualifying, mm-hmm. I might just hibernate for a year and a half. <laughs> But my man James Allison is in town, and he's been working on this car since he got there. He's basically been ignoring the W14, which is what I said to do at the beginning of the season. Even though, as much as I him and haw, I'm sure I'm super annoying because Mercedes still has a good car. They're probably still going to finish second in the championship unless something terrible happens. Yeah. Because they have a very average car, and everybody else went like this the whole season, and that pays off. Imagine, like, McLaren keeps this up and, like, end up, P three, it's. I don't think it's possible. Mathematics. I try. We've been. I've been talking. Oh about yeah, this. no, we talked about this before. Yeah, it, I mean, we didn't think Ferrari would have to DNF double DNF, two races. Yeah, there. it's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's Ferrari. It is Ferrari. If anybody can do it, Ferrari. Can. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, they're making Alpine looks like a bunch of chumps. But anyway, with that yeah. said, if Mercedes can put this together, we are previewing a three way fight next year. That would be it's awesome. possible. Mercedes. I'm not saying for sure. I think yeah. at least start of next year, unless McLaren is the thing that they tend to do, which is screw something up. Change everything. Winter. I don't think they're going to this time. Genuinely, probably don't. not. So I think at the next race, the next race, first race of the year next year is going to be exciting. Oh yeah. And I have another prediction as well. I think okay. it's possible that we see a reverse. I mean, I said this before, mm-hmm. and we'll get back to the teams. I'm talking a lot. Sorry. Uh at the end of 2020, Max won the last race of the year. Yeah. And I think there's a chance that Mercedes, if similar thing happens, maybe they get a win here somewhere. Oh, yeah. They're sniffing it. They're getting there. Something has to happen to Max for it to happen. But, Probably. But something happened to Lewis in that race, too. Mm-hmm. Lewis and Abu Dhabi, man, did not get along. Uh, <laughs> so with that said, I think that is going to be like, oh. Because they even said, Mercedes said in Drive to Survive, they said when they won that last race of 2020, we were like, oh, crap. Like, yeah, it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway, talk about some other teams. I'll shut up for a minute. Okay, we'll get uh, through to some other uh, DNFs. Okay. So, Williams. Okay. Logan Sargent didn't get to finish his race, retired on lap 41 
after went to the medical tent, suffered from heat stroke yeah. in the car. He said he was feeling bad around like lap 30-ish. I mean, he wasn't feeling good the whole race, but at around like 30, 35-ish, he was like, okay, I'm starting to feel bad. And they kept telling him, retire when you want. Finally, lap 41, he's like, okay, I really don't feel well, and he retired. Um, and, I mean, so, I mean, you can see from, if you watch, just go look up some of the post-race interviews. Drenched in sweat, more than more than other races, not normal. And, I mean, that's that's insane for me to think about. It's It was scary. Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, what, uh, Alonzo yeah. asked to put water in his seat because it was burning. Yeah. And then apparently he has some light burns on his yep. legs mm-hmm. through fireproof pants. Yep. Just so, from the heat. And they said a lot of the reason had to do with the stint because they had a stint limit. They've all had to push full qualifying laps the whole time. Oh, yeah. And that was exhausting. Mm-hmm. So there's that. A sergeant has said in the past that he doesn't drink when he drives because he just doesn't like to. He says he hydrates extra before the race compared to other people. I hope that wasn't the case this last time. They said he had flu-like symptoms. Uh, uh, yeah, he it, before the race he wasn't feeling well, so. But I hope he, he already drinking. started ill. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure he did for this one. So, uh, do you know what I'm going to ask? Oh, good. What am I gonna is ask? Logan's hardest staying at Williams? Yeah, is Logan's hardest. I think so. I think I'm, so too. I'm starting. Yeah. yeah, I've like I've been saying I don't think he's going to stay, and like now I'm like I think they're going to stick it out with him for another year somehow. I think they're just treating it as a test drive. Yeah. It's fine. I mean, they're getting the sponsors. Albon's scoring points. They're doing better than ever. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. They couldn't be any higher. Yeah, that's true. So it's actually not hurting them amazingly. Yeah. And maybe he'll pull it together. I hope so. I hope he needs this season to get it together, and then next season he just at least performs like Albon does sometimes. Yeah. Well, Qatar will be uh, five or six weeks later next year, and mm. and we looked at the historical data of the – um, heat and it's mm-hmm. average twenty degrees Fahrenheit cooler uh, every day that time of year. Okay, so it should good not be a problem. Good. And, I mean, there could be heat waves. Stuff can happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I also think they maybe didn't prepare as well as they did mm-hmm. for Singapore because Singapore is the one we always talk about. Yeah. But I think maybe they didn't anticipate it being this difficult. So. Yeah. Albon got P thirteen. Nothing to really say. Uh, he had some track limit stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. Um. He wasn't going to score a point anyway. Yep. So it didn't really matter. Um, Alonzo P6 uh, spun off the track at turn 34 and let Leclerc get past. Um, so he couldn't get P5. I'm surprised he held P6, to be honest, after that yeah. spin. But luckily for him, he did. What did you think about his reentry to the track? Did you notice that? I thought, yeah, it was a little risky. It didn't get noted. Yeah, I thought it would. I know. I thought he was going to get. Because he basically cut them off and made them hit the brakes. Yeah, I think he's at least getting a driving standards penalty. Yeah. So, um, it, like a like a point on his license. Yeah, he got passed pretty much immediately by Leclerc, and uh, who's who else was behind him? Maybe he let him by, and we just didn't see. Maybe it looked like he just got the pace on him because I mean he was going slow. He was coming from the the entrance lane. So yeah, who knows? Uh, Stroll P eleven. Not <laughs> much to say. Yeah. Bad weekend for Stroll as always. Yep. And oh yeah, the FIA is like. Investigating. investigating him for his actions, like in his attitude, I think they could probably find him, but I don't think there's anything in the rules. I mean, no, there's. I don't think there's going to be any race penalties. I yeah, it's probably going to be all fines. Yeah, dude, dude. Uh, so a lot of people are saying. So Aston Martin's entering WEC. 
And uh, people were saying that that asked, uh, Daddy Stroll bought Lance another team, yeah. so they could just send him off the wreck. So, um, yeah, dude, dude, his him getting out of the car after the race was crazy. Did you see that video? I don't think so. Dude, he pulls himself up out of the car and he gets out and he like doubles over like three, four, five different times, just trying to make it. And he looks over and he sees there's an ambulance and he hobbles over and like slams against the ambulance, like just help me. Wow. Dude, it was I'll have to look that up. It wow. was crazy. Yeah, just look up like Lance Stroll on board at some point. So okay. uh who haven't we covered? Alpha Romeo. Alpha Romeo got some points. Double points. Yeah. P8 for Valtteri Bottas. And P9 for Joe. Thank you, Checo, for falling to give them more points. Yes. Good job, guys. First time. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. So uh, the the future Sauber team is looking okay right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hulkenberg for Haas, P16. Nothing really to Yeah, P14 commentate. for KMAG. I mean, it's just quiet race. American race coming up, though, so oh, we yeah. got some cool overalls, so. They got that I'm going. so excited to see Daniel Ricardo in Texas. Me too, dude. Me too. It's going to be the talk of the weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, We talked about Yuki. Gasly, P12. Eh, just kind of a bad weekend for Alpine. Yeah, well, Alcon got P7, so at least got some points for the team, but yeah. wasn't what they're hoping seeing McLaren yeah, so yeah. far heading out. Yeah, I, but just remember, Otmar was the problem. Otmar, we're going to say it every episode. Repeat after me. Otmar is the problem. <laughs> um, I think that's all the people. Yep. So who's your winner and loser for this race? Winner is going to be Max. Um, yep. clinching his third drivers championship, not third constructors. My yeah, bad. My bad. Uh, loser. I mean, it might just be a, a a double whammy for Red Bull. Might just give it to Checo. Mm. I mean, I'm, I just to be an effort to be different. I'm going to say winner McLaren. Uh, I would give it to Max, but McLaren. McLaren deserves a win. McLaren scored more points this weekend. They did. So, uh, and uh, loser, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, big. that's tough. Big gains could have been made that have been lost, and we could look back and he could be two, three points behind Checo at the end of the year, kind of like Checo was to getting Leclerc last year. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I I want to say something new. Which is, yeah. here are five, hold on, let me make sure I got five. <laughs> here are five things to watch for in the U.S. Grand Prix. Okay. Number one, AlphaTari, Daniel Ricardo returns, and a possible rename. So they they possibly announced their Adidas name. Yeah. Or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Two, Logan Sargent, it's his second home race. Yep. Uh, he has three. Um, and he needs to have a good race at this track, not only because he's an American, but because uh, based off of the data that they should have a pretty good race car. Yeah. Williams should have a pretty good race car in the straight line. Yep. Uh, number three, uh, this could be Checo's second to last race to prove himself, if yep. this is true. So big weekend for Checo. He needs to do well. I'm also assuming, based off of my experience of going to the Miami Grand Prix, that he'll have a large fan base there. Probably. Uh, probably not. I mean, there's a big Cuban uh, fan base, in, but it's closer to Mexico and Texas. So. Yeah, yeah. Could be a big fan base there. Number four, Andretti. Uh, I have a feeling that it, it might not happen, but Andretti could be announced this weekend as an 11th team. They got approved to be by the FIA, and now they have to be approved by Formula One Media. 
be a little soon, but could happen. So I I imagine he's at least going to be there, and that's probably be a big buzz. And number five, Mercedes floor uh, should be the big step for next year. Uh, it might not be a big step on paper for now, but if it's a little better or the same, that means that they have designed a good race car base for next year. If it's negative, that means that they've made a bad decision and I have to start over again, which has major implications for next season. So that's five things to watch for for next year, for this race. So I just wanted to have a little, th- at this point of the year, the championships are over. Yeah. You got to start looking towards other things. Yep. So, but yeah, I think that's basically it. Uh, I don't really have any other things. Congrats to Max. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, I mean, anything else you want to say? Redneck for Red Bull. Redneck for Red Bull. And uh, Pirelli is confirmed till 2027, which was a bad timing to announce that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I really, I don't know, man. This guitar, this guitar track is yeah. something. I, I first thought this could have happened at any race, and they just made a bad batch of tires, but clearly this track is just garbage. Because it's a good track, and they built a good paddock. They mm-hmm. rebuilt all of this since they've been here in 2021. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway, that's been it. Uh, Redneck for Red Bull. Uh, we will see you after Austin, uh, America. Let's go. Yee yee. Screech bald eagle noises. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.